Hi, girlies. Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Alicia Gogan, the host of the Glow Up Secrets podcast, where I help you expand your mind and become more self-aware so that you can glow up into the best version of yourself. I'm always recording these episodes early in the morning and my voice is always a little bit rasp. So sorry once again if my voice sounds a little bit off. We're going to just keep moving through life though. Today we're going to be talking about how there's always going to be somebody prettier than you and how to stop comparing yourself to prettier women how to stand more into your self-worth in a society filled with beautiful women and a society who does praise women that look good. And this is going to be a real truthful podcast because I'm somebody that likes to talk about the truth as much as possible. And we have to be honest with ourselves as women Looks matter. Looks matter to men. Looks even matter to women. And is that the only thing that it, that matters? Absolutely not. But I think that is one of the biggest things that all of us women struggle with is our appearance. And I want to talk about it today. And the first thing that I think that's been pretty prevalent in my current life in reality, even on social media, like we always see really pretty girls, but I think it hits a little bit different when it's like in real life and you're around girls who are clearly just prettier than you. And this is not to put yourself down. It's just there's going to be women who are prettier, who have insane bodies, real insane bodies who get more praise than men like we know where we stand we rank ourselves against different women and this is again not a, it's actually not a bad thing I think it's a bad thing if it over consumes us 100% but we can't lie to ourselves and say that we don't compare ourselves to other women to see where we rank it's a natural normal human thing that we all do so if we could just get that out of the way and not feel so much shame about it I think then that's when we can really have these conversations and to start to heal our own relationship with ourselves and our self-worth so if you're somebody who gets really triggered or gets really down on themselves or feels really less than if you're around girls who are prettier than you or let's say a new girl walks into the room and you can just tell like everyone's calling her pretty and now you feel a little bit like oh like I'm not important this is the time to start to examine your self-worth and your self-esteem Because it's one thing to rank yourself beside another girl and be like, okay, she's clearly prettier than me. But it's another thing when you when you see that ranking and you feel really beside yourself, you feel like you are not worthy, that nobody is going to like you or that you have to change yourself completely to look exactly like her. When you really start to feel down about that, that's when it's like, okay, we need to go back. We need to go back to the beginning and see where did this first come from? And this is where I'm always bringing things back to is your childhood. There was most likely somebody in your childhood that didn't help you develop the strong self-worth and self-esteem that you needed as a child growing up. And I'll give you a personal example of myself. When I was younger... I had low self-worth when it came to the relationship that I had with my father. And this, 
I want you to really get this and understand the story. It had nothing to do with my looks at all. My father never bashed my looks, never like he wasn't critical of my looks or anything like that. It had nothing actually to do with that until I got into high school and I will connect the dots. But when I was younger, my father was really strict and he wanted me to act a certain way as a child. I had to be good. I had to not cry and show emotions because he didn't know how to handle them. I had to do what I was told, things of that nature. And so I started subconsciously believing if I act a certain way, if I'm a good girl, then dad will love me. And that started my root of self-worth that if I act this way, if I'm this way, then I will get love. And it worked. I was really good at being a good kid. I listened to the rules. I tried my best to not make mistakes, not get in trouble, all of that stuff. And then I move into elementary school slash into high school where now you're getting subjected to society at large and what society praises a lot of the times is physical attributes especially in women and so I have this low self-worth already moving into society and because I'm a human being like we all are we want to be a part of the pact we want to be connected with people we want love we want attention we want to feel like we have friends and connections right and so what I'm seeing in society that society is praising is skinny bodies, blonde girls, girls who are thin and can wear double zero shorts from Hollister. So what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to try and conform and, and look the same way as these girls because these girls are getting attention. And because I want attention as well, I'm going to conform to that. And that, of course, leads to now I need to look like these girls. And when a girl comes in naturally that looks like that and I don't, now I feel like crap. I believe that a guy is not going to like me and he's going to choose her every single time because I have no innate valid worth because I came into elementary slash high school with already low self-worth. Now, if I had a different relationship with my father where... I didn't have to be exactly the way that he wanted me to be in order for him to show me attention and say that he loves me, then I would believe that I have a lot more value in just who I currently am as a child. And so when I would go into high school, I would maybe see women who are getting praised for their looks and I could rank myself and be like, okay, well, she is prettier than me, but I have a lot of other value that is to the point where I'm not completely ridding myself and thinking that I'm complete garbage and that I'm not worthy of anything. And so it's really important that you go back and you look at the types of relationships that you had in childhood, which usually it's, you're going to be looking at the closest relationships that you had, which is of course, usually your parents or somebody very close to you. What type of self-worth was being ingrained at the time? And that only perpetuates as you move into the schooling system or just like society at large. And for me, it was being in a school of predominantly white women who got praised for being skinny and blonde and popular and who had all the most stylish clothes. And I looked completely different than that. And so I'm not getting the attention that the other girls are getting. And so that's just making the self-worth issues even worse. And then what I do is I try and conform and I'm like really killing myself in the process. I end up going on diets and trying to change myself a million times and hating on myself because I can't meet those expectations that I'm seeing around me and it becomes a whole mess. And if you want to hear about that whole 
like a deeper dive into that story, I have recorded a YouTube video. I just need to edit it about my journey of healing my relationship with food and my body and how I've gotten to where I'm at in terms of my self-worth and my body and everything like that. So please don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Glow Up Secrets on YouTube because that video is coming. So once I realized that my low self-worth was actually just coming from a place of one person ingraining in me that I was only valuable if I met his standards, I can then start to reprogram my subconscious mind. The part of me that is basically living and believing all of these things that was instilled in me from childhood. And so there's different ways that you can do this. And I'm not going to go into like every therapeutic practice that you could do because I'm not a therapist and that would be a whole another podcast. But one thing that I think that has been really helpful for me once I realized these self-worth beliefs that I was holding within me, especially in my subconscious mind, was doing hypnotherapy. So basically you are getting in a certain brain state where you are tapping into your subconscious mind, the part of you that is really hard to tap into and you're reprogramming. So you're going back into childhood. You're bringing up these memories of the first time you ever felt low self-worth, the first time you ever felt rejected by a parent, by somebody. And you are almost deeply imagining a new scenario. So I'll give you a quick example. And again, I, I did this subconscious work from a workshop but you can literally just youtube different inner child reprogramming subconscious beliefs meditations on youtube or again you can go to therapy and do this as well i got led in a a hypnosis or a meditation type of thing i'm going to use those interchangeably where i imagined my father fully accepting me fully loving me fully embracing every attribute about me holding me holding me high up on this pedestal almost like i was a little princess and i was just relishing in that feeling of worthiness and love and I did this hypnosis and literally the next day I woke up with this new energy of I am innately worthy I always have been it was just my father in his state of mind he couldn't actually build up my self-worth because of his own things but really and truly I actually do have a lot of worthiness in just being myself and I helped my my subconscious mind, my little inner child parts that still believe that I am not worthy of dad's attention and the love and affection. I imagined a new scenario where I was and that literally changed the way that my subconscious was relishing in these different beliefs. And the next day I started to look at things different. Like, actually, I am a princess. Actually, I am valuable the way that I look. Actually, there are people who are going to love me fully as I am right now. I don't have to change anything about me to make somebody see my worth or my value. I am inherently valuable right now. And once you have that actual belief, the subconscious belief that you are worthy exactly where you're at right now, you start to move differently in life. You start to say no to low self-worth people, experiences, situations in your life, and you start saying yes and start believing that you can get the guy that you really like or the job that you're really wanting, but 
previously you thought that you can't have it because you're you're relishing in this low self-worth you end up moving differently you end up showing the universe hey I'm standing in my worth and this is what I'm going to attract now that's what happens and I think that with when it comes to manifesting whether it's like a relationship or anything in your life your manifestations are going to be in alignment with your current self-worth so if you look around in your life right now and you're realizing you're manifesting the same type of guy you're manifesting low-paying jobs you're you're seeing yourself move into patterns of the same low self-worth plans with friends, things that you don't really want to be doing, but you feel like you have another option. That is all coming from a place of deep subconscious, low self-worth beliefs. And so it's really important to understand when it comes to manifesting, if you want better things in your life, you can tell yourself all day, I want a husband. I want this high paying job. Well, if you're, if you have subconscious beliefs that you actually aren't worthy of these things, you will continue to self-sabotage. Something will get in the way. You won't be able to manifest these things because what you are internally believing, that energy state is not going to be a match to these high self-worth things that you say that you want and that you desire. So it's really important to start to look into subconscious reprogramming. And again, you can go on YouTube and do that or you can go to a therapist, of course, journaling, parts work, shadow work, all of these things, you're, you're tapping more into the subconscious beliefs that you on a day-to-day are not necessarily fully aware of. Okay, so that was a little deep and that is the healing piece because of course we are all about healing here because I really think that I could give you Um, some of these other tips that I'm giving you. But at the end of the day, if you don't go and you don't do this work and you don't really start to explore where your low self-worth comes from, like none of these other things are going to last for you. And I'm telling you, if you are consumed by this, you have things that are unresolved and that are living within your subconscious mind from childhood that you might not even be aware of that is perpetuating this low self-worth. It's deeper than society choosing the blonde girl over you. It is way deeper. It it comes from a way deeper root than you even might believe until you actually start to do this type of work. Okay, so let's talk about the elephant in the room like I kind of already did. Looks do matter. And if you want to live in a reality where looks don't matter, be my guest. I've tried it before and it's not helpful. And especially when we're talking about men, men care about looks and appearance. And we're going to talk about the fact that looks do matter and that men are visual. And I'm not going to talk about looks in the essence of it. our looks only matter because men care about them. But you have to be honest with yourself. Majority of the time, us women, we are grooming ourselves and looking a certain way because we are around men. We are looking for men. We are dating men. Like we do a lot of things for men. And again, this is not a bad thing. This is not something that you need to shame yourself for or feel guilty about. It, the truth of the matter is we are here to live life and live out our desires and do all of these great things. Amazing, of course. But there's a part of us that deeply wants love and attention and companionship. And for a lot of us, we want relationships and we want marriage. And if we want that then we need to be real about how we are going to get that. And we get that by being with men. And if that's the case, then we also need to understand what men are looking for. And of course, we know this on a subconscious level. Guys do care about looks. And so I think that's why sometimes us women, we get threatened when we see a pretty girl because that, of course, triggers your low self-worth from like childhood. That is also a potential threat to 
a mate that you are trying to be with. And again, we can have a whole separate conversation about if the guy that you're talking to sees a a prettier girl and he drops you for her, like we obviously don't want to be with that man. But of course, like I said, it's just important that we be honest with ourselves and realize that looks do matter. But the problem arises when looks are the only thing that matters. And this is something I had to do as I moved into my 20s was I need to start prioritizing things outside of my looks. Now, I'm not saying forget about your looks and we're going to talk about that in another tip. But if you are overly consumed about the way that you look on a day-to-day basis to the point where not only are you ranking yourself against girls every day in real life and on social media, but you're criticizing yourself, you're going to the gym and you're doing your makeup and you're doing so much all to do with looks and because at the end of the day, you're trying to get a certain outcome from probably losers on the street majority of the time, then this is like when we need to reevaluate like how much time and attention you are putting into caring about looks because they do matter, but that's not the only thing that matters. And what I had to do was I needed to first start to realize who I was spending time around. There were girls that I was friends with that literally only cared about looks. All the time we were only talking about looks and how we were going to get skinny and boys and social media and editing our photos and it became overly consuming, very energy draining and it never ends because why? There's always going to be a prettier girl that you're always going to be striving to be better than her. Like it's, it's very much so low self-worth and very energy draining. So I would suggest to take a look at the at the friends that you're closest with and the people that you're, you're following on social media is everything to do with looks. And if that's the case, then it's time to reevaluate other things that are should be in priority. How are you as a woman in general, good characteristics? Are you a nice woman? Are you a kind woman? Are you kind to your friends and your family? Are you working on healing yourself? Are you working towards your future? What does your future even look like? Are you in a career that you like? Are you following your passions in life? Are you educating yourself? Are you up-leveling yourself in any area? Are you taking care of your health and wellness for longevity, for being able to bear a child outside of just you being somebody that's pretty on social media? What are the things that you can be focusing on outside of just pure looks to get a guy? Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be somebody prettier. So you need to focus on other things that are more important. And this is also going to be of benefit to you to be focusing on other ways in which you are enhancing your life just outside of your beauty because when you do see somebody who is really beautiful around you, you're not going to feel like you completely have no worth because she's prettier than you because you have all of these beautiful characteristics about you. You're standing in your worth. You, you're, you have a full life outside of just your beauty. That's always really helped carry me through life because I have so many beautiful friends. I have so many pretty girls around me and it really just helps me to remind myself like I have so many great characteristics. I am pretty but I also am a great woman overall. So that's why I think it's just really important and also when we're talking about getting a man, yes looks matter but if you're trying to get into a deep connected 
long lasting relationship, you're going to need to do more than just be pretty. Okay, so my next thing is you need to focus on enhancing your own natural beauty and becoming the best version of yourself beauty wise or body wise or whatever. And we're talking about physical here right now, rather than trying to be somebody else. And let me give you an example. I used to be a girl where I would see that guys really liked big butts and I don't have a big butt. So I would follow girls on social media and be like, I need to get a, a butt literally this big. And I'm not saying Kim K's butt, but just a girl who's really fit and she just had a huge peach butt. And I would kill myself trying to get this butt. And then I realized, like, first of all, my anatomy is not going to allow me to, to have a butt that big. It's just like it's not going to happen. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on my own anatomy and realize okay, you know what? I'm going to do some lower body days and I'm going to tone my butt and my butt is going to probably always look a lot smaller than certain girls, but that's okay because I've done the best that I absolutely can and I take care of my lower body and my legs, like just things like that, right? Rather than trying to be somebody else completely. And I think that's really helped with competition as well is to realize like there's this one, my one friend at work, she has such a big butt and it's amazing and I love it. But for me, it's like I don't look at her like she makes me look so bad because I don't have a butt like her. In my head, I'm like, I just have my butt. Like my butt is the best that I can do. And it doesn't mean that I'm less than just because one guy might prioritize or like the way that her butt looks versus mine. There's nothing that I can do to get my butt looking exactly like hers. And if anyone in my life, especially men, are going to look at me and be like, until your butt looks like Kim K, I don't want you. Well, then that is not the man for me. So I think it's just important with whatever you're trying to do in terms of beauty or physical is to look at your own anatomy, look at your own natural hair, look at your own skin type, your tone, your body structure, and start to be a little bit more realistic. And again, this is not to be like, okay, don't go to the gym and don't enhance yourself. We're talking about enhancing your own natural beauty instead of trying to be somebody else completely. Another thing that I used to do all the time was I have naturally curly hair. I used to get chemical perms on my hair to get my hair pinned straight and I would burn my hair every day with a flat iron and I would wear these grimy hair extensions because I was trying to be like the white girls in my school because everyone had pinned straight hair. That's all I cared about. And then I started to realize it was literally damaging my hair. Like it was to the point where my natural hair was no longer anything natural. And I started to have to be honest with myself. Like if I'm going to this length of trying to fit in with the white girls, but I'm literally damaging my hair, it's obvious, it's very apparent that this is not a natural enhancement of myself. Now what I do with my hair is, first of all, I've grown out my hair naturally completely. It's beautiful. I love it. It is healthy. And that is the most amazing feeling to feel like your your hair is healthy or just anything about you is really healthy doesn't mean that I don't change my hair so what I do now is if I really want to change up my hair in terms of making it look wavy or straight that's fine because I can straighten my hair but it's I don't want to ruin my hair so sometimes I'll wear wigs but I'm wearing a wig not out of a place of I hate my natural hair out of a place of I want to change up my hairstyle but I still love my natural hair 
And majority of the time, I don't even wear them. Usually I'm wearing like a hair piece where again, it's an extension of what my natural wavy hair looks like or my curly hair looks like. And it suits me so much better. And I think that's another thing is once you start to learn to enhance your own natural beauty, you start to get compliments from people of just like how beautiful and natural you look. Even if you're wearing a hairpiece or even if you're wearing lashes, you're wearing lashes that work for your eyes. You're, you're doing your makeup that is helping you enhance your facial structure versus completely just beating your face and trying to look like somebody completely different that has a completely different face shape or body shape. And so again, this is not to say that you can't be influenced by different beauty standards. And again, I'm not saying that I don't wear makeup or that I don't change my hair or wear certain styles of clothes. It's just over the years, I started to realize like I can't keep forcing myself to wear high-waisted skinny tight jeans when I don't have a certain body type that honestly looks even good in that. And instead, I'm going to wear something that my body looks amazing in and I'm going to feel better and more comfortable. And at first, when you start to try and do this, you might think, well, this sucks. I feel left out because I can't wear high-waisted jeans just the way all these other girls are wearing it because my body looks different. Well, one, this is a few things you can do. You can either wear them anyways and say, who cares? Or you can say, that girl looks amazing in high-waisted jeans. It doesn't really look amazing on my body type, but what my body type looks best in is mid-rise jeans. And these mid-rise jeans accentuate my butt and my hips so much better that I actually look very attractive and beautiful. And that is my body type and I'm going to accept that because another thing is, is like when we try and dress or change our, the way that we look, we, we are changing ourselves at a place of self-hate, right? I hate my natural hair, so I'm going to burn it to crisp so that I can look like these other girls so I can get attention. That's very, that's, it's still a form of self-hate. So it's just questioning the things that you're doing, dressing or doing your makeup or your hair, are you doing out of a place of I hate myself in my natural state or a place of I love my natural state let's see how we can make it the most beautiful natural state as possible and I'm going to feel comfortable and confident in that okay the next thing I think is so important when we're talking about being around a girl who is clearly just beautiful and we know most likely a lot of people will probably think that she's more beautiful than you. Again, it's not that deep. If we've worked on our self-worth issues and stuff, we're not really that deep into caring. But again, it's let's be truthful here. We might still have these thoughts from time to time like, damn, she's really pretty. You want to humanize the person that you're putting on a pedestal or that other people are putting on a pedestal. So just because you see a girl who is prettier than you doesn't mean that she's literally actually better than you as a human being. You are also a human being as well. And I think a lot of the times when we see really pretty girls, we we put ourselves, we separate ourselves so far in a category and we just put ourselves down like, oh my gosh, I am, I am nothing like her. She is so much better than me. But if you stop just looking at this pretty girl as just a pretty girl and you start to get to know her as a human being, it will actually make you feel like she's less of a threat. 
because again on the surface when we see a pretty girl it's it kind of triggers a fight or flight in a lot for a lot of different reasons and a part of it is okay well maybe my mate will like her better well if you actually humanize this girl and not look at her just for her looks you start to realize she's a human being just like me and maybe she's funny just like me maybe we get along maybe we can be friends all of these things instead of just looking at her like she's just this person on a pedestal because at the end of the day just because you're pretty doesn't mean that you are innately a better human than somebody else and honestly I find pretty girls they are so sweet and nice and not every pretty girl is like that let's just (laughs) put that out there but I, I think that it's always made me feel better when I've actually been like, okay, you know what? Yeah, she's pretty, but let me focus on something that's not just about her looks. Let me talk to her. Let me get to know her. Maybe she will be a total drag, but maybe she won't. And this is also another thing. You don't want to get to know her in hopes that she ends up being a drag. Don't do that. Because again, that's another low self-worth thing. You're just trying to find, okay, well, she's pretty, but maybe she's not a nice girl. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that because again, it's very low self-worth. Just get to know the girl and to stop putting her on this pedestal. It's not that deep once again. Okay. And my last thing with seeing a pretty girl and just realizing, okay, she is very pretty. After humanizing her, ask yourself, what could I learn from her? What could I pick up from her in terms of her beauty or her style instead of looking at her like oh my gosh she's so much better than me I could never be like her start to get curious because again if we can be honest with ourselves we're thinking these thoughts we're thinking like oh my gosh she's just so much better than me okay well you like her butt you like the way that she does her makeup you like the way that she does her hair why don't you ask her what she does what she does at the gym what is she eating how is she doing her makeup What hair tool did she use for her hair? And again, this is not to try and be exactly like her, but use her as an expander. Use her as somebody that could be your influence to glow up into the best version of yourself versus looking at her and being like, oh, I could never be her. And now I'm just going to feel like crap about myself. Stop, Stop being the victim and instead be a creator. Be a team player and come closer to her. Come closer to people in your life that you subconsciously believe that you should be separated from. Because at the end of the day, you're a human being, okay? And it's really sad that we look at these people who are getting praised in society and we put ourselves down so incredibly and we don't even need to because what you're going to find out is when you actually get closer to this girl that you've been putting on a pedestal you'll start to realize she's a human being she's just like you she's funny you guys have the same jokes maybe you guys have similar similar interests and you can pick up a lot of beauty tips that maybe she has you can learn you can grow and you can create even a sisterhood like these are things that we need to be doing as women instead of tearing each other down judging each other so heavily to the point where everyone's unhappy nobody's sharing secrets nobody's sharing beauty tips things of that nature that's another thing why I have have the platform that I have and why I called it the glow up secrets is because I want us women to be able to have conversations about how I got how I got my hair like this or how I do my eyebrows or what I did to glow up into the best version of myself so that I can help influence you instead of gatekeep it is not fun it is not a flex to gatekeep and to look at yourself like I'm better than you and I don't want you to come up with me 
that's not female empowerment. That is not feminine energy at its core. And so I think it's really important that you also be that example. Even if somebody else is not being like that, you need to be that that woman who is being like, you know what? I am not going to put somebody on a pedestal and put myself down. I'm going to get to know this person. I am going to show love. And listen, not every girl is going to receive that and that's okay. But I'm telling you, you need to start leading with love. You need to start leading with kindness and curiosity especially around women who you might feel a little bit intimidated by because you're like wow they're beautiful and they're being put on this pedestal humanize the person humanize yourself remind yourself you are worthy do the healing work that you need to do and realize that you can either be the victim or you could be the creator of your reality. What are you going to choose? Because at the end of the day, it all comes down to you. I think that's going to be it for this podcast episode. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed. Please screenshot and share this episode if you liked it to my Instagram. My Instagram is the Glow Up Secrets. You can find every link to all of my social platforms on the drop down description in the podcast show notes. I love you guys and we shall talk in the next one. Bye.